25 consecutive conference win. Blocked, snuffed, rubbed out, erased. And Georgia Tech with an opportunity. Austin still on his feet. One man, you can't believe what just happened. What a time to be alive. right, one to the left, straight back to pass. Going deep, throwing it down the far sideline, and it is caught for a touchdown. Devontae Smith wins the national championship down the left sideline and wide open behind the defense. And Chris Davis takes it to the back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. What's up, boys? Welcome back to the Man to Man SEC podcast out here on the plains. I'm your host, Nick. And I'm your co-host, Jackson. Today, we are going to talk about uh, Week 10, and we're going to go over a little bit of Week 9. Not really much happened. I say that. Two top 10 teams lost, and they lost bad. But um, we're just really going to talk about Auburn. So do you want to start talking about Auburn, go on your little rant, daily rant? Daily rant. I don't know. I don't... It's so hard to rant about something that you rant about each week. You know, like me and Nick, this isn't the only time that me and Nick talk about football. I want you guys to know that. We talk about football on the daily basis. And <clears throat> sorry, I'm a little sick. But on the daily basis, we talk about Auburn football. So it's it's hard to keep ranting about how bad we are. Um, at this point, I'm really just tired of it. I'm tired of it. 41-27. I mean, we're, we're, we had a mid-QB look amazing against our defense. We thought our defense was good, but after yeah. that, it's it's not. Uh, you can't have Arkansas score, score 41 points and then us be like, well, we still have a top 10 defense, okay? Like, our D-line is hard, you know? But uh, at this point, it's just, you know, us being Auburn students and us wanting to be good. Well, I, I'm stupid. I didn't even think about it. Harson got fired. Let's talk about that. Harson did get fired. We're stupid. We didn't even think about that. We're moving, on to, we're moving on to bigger things. You know, that was on Halloween. You know, that was one of Nick's least favorite holidays. And I, I'm assuming from now on it's going to be one of his favorites. <laughs> you know, it's because it, we're going to lead to big things. You know, Dion, he went, he went to Georgia Airport like today or Sunday, some, sometime recently. And, you know. Oh, Friday, Friday. Sorry, you know, and and that's in the United States, which is the same area as uh, Auburn University. So maybe he's maybe he's coming to coming to talk negotiations about that salary, hopefully. But I mean, all right, let's get serious here. Who do you think? Who do you think they're gonna hire? End up hiring? Ah, <clears throat> uh, have a name other than Lane Kiffin or Dion, or do you think? Do you think there's a good chance to get Lane Kiffin or Dion? I don't think I don't see a chance to get Lane at all, uh, if I'm honest. Now it's just it's really hard to tell because obviously we've talked about this. Coaches hold their cards close to their chest, yeah. and they're not going to talk about who they're talking to, what they're talking about, or the deals that they're negotiating. And so you can't really tell who's gonna who's gonna get a job. But if I had to, if I had to make a prediction right now, I would say Lane's not getting a job. He's not going to take it. 
I think that he's trying something at Ole Miss, and I think that he's going to keep working there because, you know, they're having a good year this year. Maybe he's going to try to build on that. <laughs> Excuse me. But um, I don't see Lane coming here. I think our our best big-name shot would be Dion. Other than that, you have uh, Hugh Freeze. Uh, some people are still talking about Matt Rule. Somebody said Bill O'Brien. Mm. So, so some people are like, who who was that Auburn coach that beat Alabama so many times? Maybe, maybe Gus is getting a little bored again. No, no. Um, but I, I think our best shot at a big name would be Dion coming here and uh, fixing our recruiting and hopefully taking us to where we need to be. Okay, so, yeah, Harson's gone. Uh, Eric Keesaw got fired. Jeff Smitting got fired. That whole – his whole – has all of his – All the Boise all the guys. Boise State gone all Boise State guys are gone. Now you're left with the coaching staff of about, well, subtract like six people. So we got Cadillac. You don't now. Cadillac's a head coach, interim head coach, but you don't have a head coach. You don't have a quarterbacks coach. You don't have a defense coordinator. You don't have a offensive coordinator. You don't have a. I think there's one more. You don't have a special teams coach, and you don't have a recruiting coordinator. That's a lot of things that just left your program, and not to mention players. T.J. Finley is going to transfer. Um, also decommit so it's times are changing in Auburn Alabama but let me tell you this I think Lane Kiffin's it's his job to lose um I think he knows that this I think he's got to know that this program is way better than Ole Miss and he can win national championships here he can't win them there it's just that's just a sad truth but yeah I mean I don't think he can win at Ole Miss like consistently but with the resources that Auburn has here I was watching uh 24-7, Josh Pate is his name, talking about how Auburn job is a goldmine. It's the most underrated job in the country. Yes, it's one of the hardest jobs, but it's the most underrated job because it gets so much flack for uh, basically everything. But if you succeed there, I mean, you have one of the best facilities that is being made right now – the NIL is going to be a goldmine in a, in a few months. They're, they're building it up. They're building it up. Um, the sched, There's a new schedule coming out in a couple years. He says it might favor Auburn. If you win here consistently, I mean, you can win national championships here. And uh, Lane, we all know, coach for uh, offense coordinator at Alabama. I think yeah. I think this will be his dream job, to be honest. I think, I think they've already called him up. I think they're going to throw the house at him, and I think he's going to accept it. Now – if that doesn't happen, I don't think we're going to Dion. I don't know. I think it's either Hugh Freeze, Lane Kiffin, or some wild card. Hugh Freeze, Lane Kiffin in the field. I really don't think we're going to get Dion. I, I wouldn't. I think Dion would be cool, but I don't think it's going to happen. So yeah, that's my take on the situation. But let's go ahead and get into Week Ten, okay? So here we go. Here we go. Texas Tech at TCU. TCU has. TCU is actually number seven in the playoff rankings. Uh, I think they should be a little bit higher. They're undefeated, and they're below some one-loss teams, which is kind of really ridiculous. They have good wins, too, so I don't understand. They're favored by eight. I think it's going to be more than that. Uh, they have a, a static offense. Obviously, defense is not that great. It's a Big 12 team. That's just how. That's what you get with them. But uh, Max Duggan has done great this year. I don't think they have a problem with Texas Tech. So, yeah, give me them to cover. Um, I'm right there with you. Uh, you know, our boy Maxie, he's he's throw, he's throwing that pick skin. Um, he only has two picks on the year, which is pretty impressive oh, wow. going against the, the the teams that he's gone against. Um, I think at some point during the season there will be a team that'll sort of knock TCU off its track, maybe Texas, um, with uh 
Quinn Ewers. Uh, I, I think I think there will be a team that knocks them off their their little stint, but it's it's not going to be Texas Tech. Let's be honest. This is a four and four team that is an earned four and four team. Uh, they're just not good, and they're not going to be able to play against this team. Give me TCU with the cover. All right, so uh, Florida at Texas A and M. Okay, so Texas A and M, number one recruiting class in the country. They're three and five right now. Jimbo is on the hot seat. His seat, I wouldn't say it's blistering, but it's getting pretty hot. Cause I don't know if they want they want to pay that money right now. They might wait till next year. They might they might wait two more years. But A and M's favored by three. Um, now I will say that new quarterback. Did look good last week against Ole Miss. They put in the third string quarterback, five star guy, I think, and he played really well. So I'm kind of concerned about that for the Auburn game. But I don't. I just think Florida's a better team. I think A&M just a, flat out is a bad team. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Jimbo gets fired this year. Uh, yeah, I think A&M's got to be three and six. So give me Florida with the upset. Um. This one's tough to call just because Florida's so inconsistent. AR-15 is so inconsistent. He He's what makes or breaks the team. Um, you know, he he even even last week, he 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 fought hard and then it, 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 it didn't matter. He was he was bad at first. He was good. And then he was bad again. It's just it just flip flops. And um, that's what that's what's really going to push me. I think that. Um, We've seen a little bit of sparks from A and M. obviously they're a bad team, but I think that I think the only thing that holds Florida in this in this is probably probably their D line. Um, they've got a they've got a strong D line that, and then uh, Texas A and M's offense is just we've always talked about spread and butter. It's just you know rink and dink down the field, you know throw the outs, uh, run up the middle, whatever it takes. Um, it's not a good offense, but I just think. Florida's inconsistent, and I think that they're going to be bad in this game. So give me give me A and M with the cover. All right, so here we go. This is uh, Auburn at Mississippi State. This is six thirty kickoff in Stark Vegas. Uh, we are currently three and five. I'll tell you right now, if we don't win this game, we're not going to bowl game because if we lose this game, we'd be three and six. That means we'd have to beat West Kentucky, Texas A&M, and Alabama back to back to back, which won't happen. Now, if we win this game, I think we're going to go to a bowl game because I think we're going to beat Texas A&M West Kentucky. But this is this is a really big game, believe it or not. I know uh, most Auburn fans don't really care about the season anymore, but I'm still, I still want to make a bowl game. I don't want to – this is a big game. So, we have Cardell – Cardell – Cardell Cadillac coaching. Um, I think there's going to – I think there's going to be – a different energy with this team. I I hope so at least. I've heard Carnell is staying up all nights, uh, planning getting the game plan, which I know every coach does, but it's gotta be tough on him with the new burden. Like he was just handed the head coaching job. He like he didn't know, it was unexpected. You're now the head coach of Auburn football, which is really stress inducing, I bet. Um But I Mississippi State's favorite by twelve and a half. I think that's too much. Um, <laughs> we said but, that before. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Uh, we lost to Mississippi State last year. This is a twenty-eight to three game, by the way. This game, oh wow, this game was really tough to watch. I don't know. I don't really have a reason again, and it's and it sounds like I'm just being a homer here, but I think Auburn's gonna win. Just because I think there's going to be different energy. I don't think they wanted to play for Harson. I, I think after a certain point, they kind of gave up on Harson. 
now there's now there's kind of maybe a new energy. Uh, the offense might be a little bit different. Maybe Cadillac knows what he's doing. He's going to call plays. Maybe the defense will. They play good sometimes. The offense just screws them over. Maybe it'll be different. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Maybe I hope we're going to have different energy. Now it is 6:30 kickoff in Stark Vegas. That's a hard. It's hard to play in Starkville. I'll tell you that. Oh, I was going to say Auburn, but yeah, give me Auburn with the upset. Uh, I was hoping that you were going to take Mississippi State because I wanted to call Auburn on this. this is, I, want, I, want, I want this to be my fun pick. I think every week we need to have at least one fun pick. You know, one that like, you know, you could be wrong, but you know, you're shooting for an upset. I think I'm shooting for one right here. Now, I can't really talk about momentum because, you know, Auburn just hasn't won, <laughs> just hasn't won since... Four losses in a row, I think. Yeah, so I, it's hard to talk about momentum, but I'm going to talk a little bit about momentum, you know. Um, I think Mississippi State's going to start sliding down that slippery slope. Um, you just saw – you just I think they, they got cheated – or not cheated, but they, they had a rough loss uh, last week. Me and Nick talked about this. Probably one of the, the closest 30 and 6 games is what we said um, that we've seen. And I think that just because they went up against Bama last week, that sort of – they think that this might be a cakewalk. They're, they're, I don't think they're going to necessarily prep for this game as much. You know, they're they're recovering from playing against Bama. And so I don't think they're going to put as much time into this game as, you know, they would other games. And I think, you know, we just lost Brian. So, obviously, you know, I don't think that hurts us at all. Yeah. I don't think we can't get worse than what we were. I, I think, think it's addition by yeah, subtraction. Exactly. And so I think, I think, you know, Cadillac's been putting in that hard work. And I think that... This I'm not saying it's gonna be a different Auburn than what we've been seeing, but I think there there might be a little spark here. Um, just not saying it'll lead to anything, but uh, I think it'll be a little something that sort of shows the true Auburn spirit. You know, we finally got we finally taken the chains off our ankles, and I think that that we're that we're ready to show who we are. And I think this is gonna gonna be the game to do it. You know, Robbie's shown some sparks in games. He's shown sparks. Uh, Tank show, showed sparks, uh, was it last week or the week before? I mean, he's been showing sparks yeah. the last three weeks, really. The, the last three weeks, compared to the beginning of the season, he's a different player. And he's shown that. And he's talked about that. He's preached that. You know, he's he's shown how you fight through adversary, adversity, and he's he's kept doing that. And I think that's what we're going to see here. And I think that's going to be the game changers. I don't think Mississippi State's going to be able to come in here and do what they normally do. Now, we do have one of the worst secondaries that we've ever seen at Auburn, I think. But yeah. and and they are an air raid. So this is gonna be either really bad or an upset. I think either Mississippi State covers and they cover well or it's gonna be an upset. So give me Auburn with the upset right here. Yeah, I just really hope that uh we can look, we beat Mississippi State usually, obviously. We're obviously a different team. I just want them to know we're still Auburn. Like I hope they show that. We're it's still an Auburn team that has a lot of talent, and they shouldn't be three and five in my opinion. Maybe if uh, how awesome would it be if we went out and then we win the bowl game? We go eight and Cry. five. Cry. Imagine the fan base after winning five games, row eight and five, and then they're like, "Oh, by the way, we're hiring Lane Kiffin, dude." We, I mean, we'd be like, we're going to the national championship next year, anyways. So uh, let's talk about uh, Clemson. At Notre Dame. Okay, so I'm this. You are going to be surprised with who I pick right here. So I, I always pick against Clemson, but let me tell you a little bit about Notre Dame. Ever since Marshall, everyone's turned them off. No one's watched them. Um, this is a good team. Notre Dame's a good team. They have played well since then. 
they have they beat they beat uh Syracuse pretty well last week. Um, now the scoreboard doesn't I know every game doesn't really show it, but I've I've watched highlights. This is a well coached team. This is a um they should definitely have a better record right now. Uh five and three. I can't name all their three losses right now. Clemson, no, they lost Ohio State, Marshall, and somebody else. Oh, I can look at it. But um, I, I think Stanford. The, Stanford. Okay, yeah, that was that. They played bad that <laughs> game. But um, so you just have to wonder like what team shows up. Is it going to be Marshall, or is it going to be against Syracuse? Which Syracuse is, was a top ten team, top fifteen team, whenever Notre Dame beat them by. Uh, good amount 17 points i think um clemson struggled with syracuse you can't do transfer property but clemson has struggled in literally every game that i've seen them every big game that they've been in they've struggled now they've won props to them clemson's a good team but they're number four right now i don't think they're a playoff team i think if they go to the playoffs which they probably will they are going to be the worst team in the playoffs i think that's not a weird thing to say but um I don't think they're going to go to the playoff, though, because I, I think Notre Dame is going to beat them. So, yeah, give me Notre Dame with the upset. Um, I've picked Clemson in every game, and it's not going to stop here. I mean, we're, yeah, you know, I, I, there has been an improvement, but I think that Clemson is just a, a struggle win every game. We, we've seen it. We've seen it in past years as well, and I think that it's going to be the same way. Same thing in this case. Um. You know, ukulele, he's still doing his thing. He, he had, He's had a little bit of step off recently, but I think he's still going to be able to, you know, throw the rock um, and get him a couple TDs. I think that – I honestly think that Clemson covers this. I, I could see him win by 10-plus against Notre Dame. I just don't think that Notre Dame's the team to do it because, you know, obviously, you know, we've talked about the test of schedules, but I, I, I just don't think that uh, Notre Dame is going to match up to Clemson in this. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, that's my upset, right? That's one of my or my second upset. Um, all right, so we're gonna go move on to Cal at number nine USC. So USC, what happened? I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, so USC, we all know they lost to Utah. What was that two weeks ago? Um, I don't. I think they've played a game since then. Anyways, I think that was a fluke. I don't really have much to say about this game. They're favored by 21 and a half. I think they're going to cover. Caleb Williams is good. <laughs> 21 and a half is a lot, but I I think I, I definitely think they'll win. I don't, I don't know if they'll do 21 and a half just because uh, I don't think that they're they're necessarily going to I don't know. I I feel like they're not going to prep. You know, they got UCLA in two weeks, so that's going to be a game that they got to focus on. But I don't, I don't think going into this, they're going to be really hard focused on Pete and Cal. Um, but they'll definitely win, maybe by like fourteen, maybe twenty. But I don't think twenty-one and a half. Okay. All right. All right. So we got Wake Forest at NC State. This game is a little less appealing than it was two weeks ago. Looking forward, um, they're still both two ranked teams, and they could. I think they both could still win their division and go to the. ACC championship game, but uh, Wake Forest got absolutely embarrassed last week versus Louisville. Um, I think they threw four or five interceptions in that game. How many? How many interceptions in Sam Hartman? It might have only been two, actually. Now I think about it. I think it was three. Three. 
Three interceptions. One touchdown. That's probably his worst game we've seen in a while. Um, NC State, they haven't played up to par as what people thought they were going to this year. What What is NC State's record? Uh, six and two. Six and two versus six and two, right? So, um, I don't know. This is a pick 'em game. This is a 50 50. Flip a coin here. Wake Forest is favored by three. I don't really, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I don't know who's going to win this game, but uh, give me NC State upset. Um, Looking at these two teams, I think that these these two teams have proven their spots. I think they've earned their spots. You know, you have your 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 low your low twenties, um, and I think they've they've earned those spots. They've played well enough. They've had you know you know relatively difficult schedules, um, and they 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 fought for their spots. But I just I agree with you. I do think that it's a it's a it's a toying cost or toying cost. <laughs> what <laughs> coin coin toss? I think it's a coin toss um, going into going into it. It's just gonna be. I almost said it's gonna be whoever plays better. I that that, that I, I just that don't know true. what to say. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be an offensive push in this game. And Wake Force is angry. Wake Force is mad. Um, and so, it just just in the art of disagreeing and making things interesting, I'll pick Wake Force right here. They're mad. They're gonna get this win right here. All right. All right. So, moving on to number twenty-four, Texas. Um, at number 13, Kansas State. All right, this is one of the most interesting games of the week for me. Um, interesting meaning I have no clue who's going to win. So, Texas has looked like a top 10 team at times, and at times they've just looked like an average team. Kansas State has looked pretty pretty good all year. Um, I can't remember who their two losses are, but Kansas State, believe it or not, I'm gonna sound crazy. They're still in. They are in playoff contention. If they went out, look, it's a long shot. But if they went out, they're gonna need some help. They could still make the playoffs. They could be the first two-loss team in the playoff because they have they they would have to beat TCU, which would be a really big win. Um, and they'd have to have other teams lose. Anyways, I think the reason it's so hard for me to understand is gonna win this game is because obviously because I don't know which Texas is gonna show up. Quinn Ewers is a good quarterback. Texas is favored by two and a half, but I'm trying to see. Like I'm, I don't know who's gonna win this game. Like I'm just being honest. I don't know who's gonna win. I don't have a pick. So give me Texas, and I think yeah, I think they're gonna cover. Um, you know, Kansas State's running off the big upset against Oklahoma State. Um, and I think that that's probably gonna be seeding them a little bit going into this game. They're gonna they're gonna have chip on their shoulder. They're gonna go into it and they're gonna play hard. Because uh, they've they've gotten a little bit a, a little taste of what they what they could be and they're gonna they're gonna chase that for that but um, you know I, I I agree with you I think at times Texas looks like a top four team you know I think Quinn Ewers has the ability has the ability to carry them wherever they need to go and I think that he's the he has the talent to do that too now he hasn't always shown it but I think he has the talent to do that I think part of that was just because of his injury. You know, that set him back. He had to get readjusted, get back in his groove. He's sort of been in and out a little bit, but he, he's still playing well. And um, I think that, that late start had him hitched up a little bit, but now now we're going to see Texas start hitting, and they're, they're, they're going to start uh, having big plays. And I think that, you know, yes, Kansas State had the upset last week, and yes, they, they're, they're, they're pushing for uh, the, the top ten spot, but I don't – 
I don't think that they're. I think Texas is gonna pull this one out. All right. So this is another game. These last three games are awesome. So this is a top ten matchup in my mind. I think they made LSU ten just for TV ratings. I think they should be about fifteen, but whatever. It's still a good matchup. You got uh. Number six, Alabama, heading into Death Valley. Six o'clock game, Death Valley. Talk about chip on his shoulder, LSU. Um, Al- Alabama's getting 13, or ah, Alabama's favored by 13 and a half points. Um, you talk about an LSU team where we slandered their name at the beginning of the season. We said they might be the worst team in the West. Now look at us. Um, so LSU has played really well, obviously. They, they beat Ole Miss good. They've played... Jaden Daniels has played like a top five SEC quarterback. Um, he's, I mean, is that crazy to say? I don't know. I just think he's played really well. Brian Kelly is finally adjusting maybe. Um, you're telling me it's a six o'clock kickoff in Death Valley against Alabama, one of the biggest rivalries in the SEC. It's a top 10 matchup. 13 and a half points is a little too much for me. Um, I just, I don't know what Alabama's going to show up. Every time I pick Alabama, to have a close game that they'll kill them, and every time I pick them to kill them, they ha- it's a close game. So this is this is a big game for LSU too. If they if they win this, they basically got the West locked up. They basically have the West lock, locked up. I think Ole Miss could still win the West, but LSU would have to lose another game. Um, so this is a huge game in the West. Uh, I would love to see Alabama lose because I don't want to see him in the playoff. I would really love it. Like, I'm almost leaning towards LSU now that I think about it. Call it. I'm almost leaning towards it. Uh, but I don't know if I'm just – it's in Death Valley. It's a night game. We've seen Alabama struggle night, week in, week out, especially away. <laughs> Give me LSU with a big upset. <laughs> there you go. I like hearing that. That makes me excited. <laughs> you know, everything that you said is true. Um – this is one of the greatest environments in college football. Um, some people say it's the best, and it's a it's a very it's a, it's an arguable point, and they could definitely you could definitely say that they're the best. Um, it's a dangerous environment because you can't hear anything in that stadium. That stadium is rocking at all times. That those, those fans do not quit. As an Auburn fan, we were in Jordan Hare, and you could hear them chanting. And that's saying something, because Auburn has one of the best environments. And in that game, we had one of the best environments. But you could still hear them. And I I think, you know, fans are going to play a role in this game. Uh, Jane Downs, obviously, he's he's had some good moments, especially recently. LSU has peaked at the right time. Yeah, they've started hitting where they needed to hit. With that being said... Alabama's going to beat that drum. Alabama's going to beat that drum. Okay, this this, this is an angry Alabama team, especially you have Alabama, LSU. They're going to fight so – Saban's mad. Saban's mad, and they're going to hit, and they're going to hit in this game. You know, uh, LSU's had their little spot in the fame. They've they've had their little 15 minutes of fame. Alabama's going to kick them back. They're gonna kick him back to the to to the seventeenth spot or something. Alabama's gonna Alabama's mad, okay. And we've said they're gonna hit. We've said that they're gonna they're gonna um fight through their little adversities and they're gonna be become that that top four team. And I, I I still I still agree. I I don't know if I agree with that. We'll see, but we'll see. But they're gonna kick LSU back. They're gonna beat that 
drum. Bryce Young's going to ball out on these guys. Um, we saw, I think we're going to see the LSU that showed up to Tennessee. Um, I mean, Alabama ran hand, in, ran hand in hand with the number one team in the country. Usually that's Alabama, but in this case it's Tennessee. They ran hand in hand, and LSU couldn't compete. And there's no transit property in college football, but in this case there is. Alvin's going to beat <laughs> that drum. Speaking of the number one team in college football, there's two number one teams playing against each other in the game of the year, in my opinion. Uh, definitely the game of the week. You could say Alabama versus Tennessee was the game of the year, but I think this is going to be a really good game, too. We'll, we'll see after. Um, so you got the number one team in the AP poll playing the number one team in the college football playoff poll. So tell me that's not exciting. I am very – I mean, this is the – I've been saying this all week. This is the national championship. Whoever wins this game, I think is going to win the national championship. I, I really do. Uh, now, that's not meaning if Tennessee loses, they won't make the playoff because I still think – if Tennessee loses and they uh, win out, they'll be 11-1. and one. They won't have to go to the SEC championship game. They won't have to play Alabama. And you you can't keep them out after that. With all their quality wins, I don't think you can keep them out. Um, With a win against Alabama, you, you can't. Now, it's going to be tough, tougher, obviously. So, if they if they win this game, <laughs> they're a lock. They're a lock to the uh, playoffs. I don't care if they lose to Alabama in the SEC championship game. They're a lock because they already had to beat them once. Now, you know you know how big this game is. Um, it's it's in Georgia, which is going to be tough for Tennessee. You can, you can kind of see I'm kind of leaning towards Tennessee already just because I'm, I'm kind of a Tennessee fan this year. I just love to see it. Um, it is going to be tough for Tennessee. I They haven't seen an environment like this all year. They probably haven't seen an environment like this in a long time. This this is the most expensive college football game in the past 20 years, apparently. Um, it's a big game. I You could say it's game of the century. Um, it's, it's huge. This is the biggest game at least – the past 100 years in the East. Um, I can't say enough how huge this game is, and I think it's not going to live up to the expectations. So I tricked you. Um, I think Tennessee is going to win by 10-plus. So you have Stetson Bennett, you have Hendon Hooker. Who's better? It's a rhetorical question. Hendon Hooker's a way better quarterback. Stetson Bennett is not top seven quarterbacks, in my opinion, in in the SEC. Um, Georgia has... Pretty good defense. Uh, we've seen their offense struggle. Tennessee has an electric offense, best offense in the country. And their defense is, eh. They, you've, we've seen them struggle. They still have played, eh. Tennessee reminds me of 2019 LSU. They they just couldn't stop winning. They couldn't stop winning. I, I think Georgia's favored by 8.5. I think that's crazy because I think – I think it should be flipped. I think Tennessee should be fair by eight and a half. Give me Tennessee. I think they're going to win by 10 plus. Atta boy. I love that pick. I love that pick. Looking at this, you know, I'm looking at a, a, a weathered Georgia team, you know, a Georgia team that, that has been in this spot through through the past years, okay? They they know this spot. And you're looking at a Tennessee who's who's young in this spot. They they've it's been so long, so long. They they've got a they've got Ohendo in the backfield throwing the rock. I'm looking at this as sort of like a you, you always see it in movies, you know, you have that, that torch. Yeah, I, you you always see like you, this champion fighter who's yeah. been in the ring for years, and this young buck who comes in and beats him. We got Rocky, yeah, Rocky yeah, coming yeah. into this. This is a delay, David and the Goliath type game, and so looking, 
who who are you gonna pick? You know, <laughs> you have all these games. I'm tired of seeing Georgia win this division every year. I'm tired of it. I love me some Hendo. So give me Tennessee right here with the upset. Give me give me a score prediction. I think you're a little off by ten plus. I think that Georgia defense is gonna gonna, gonna be pretty stout this game. I I gotta see like a, I'm seeing like a, maybe like a a thirty five twenty eight type game. Thirty five okay. twenty eight. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. Okay. That's awesome, man. I mean, I did say game of the year. I was just tricking y'all. I think nothing could top the Alabama Tennessee game, but we will see. It could definitely be the game of the year, but. I just think Tennessee's a better team, to be honest. But we will see y'all later. We have nothing else to talk about. I don't think anyone did the emails, so bye.